This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the MyBSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. Oh, thank you, Stuby, very, very much. And uh, writing my notes down of what the topics are of the next three calls. Thank you all for filling the phone lines. Nice to see Interesting calls coming up, so stay tuned. Let me tell you about the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, Pet of the Day, Jewel. Jewel is a friendly three-and-a-half-year-old mixed-breed dog. That doesn't give you a lot to go on, does it, about the looks of Jewel, a bundle of energy who loves to play. Her previous owner took wonderful care of her, but unfortunately fell on hard times, and now Jewel needs a new loving home. Jewel knows sit and come and down and even shake. She doesn't work for nothing, however. You'll have to bring treats to see her perform. When Jewel's not playing, she enjoys cuddling and getting attention from her human friends. Jewel gets along well with other dogs and lets her kitty friends boss her around. Jewel gets a little lonely when she's left by herself, so she'd love a family where somebody is around most of the time, works from home, for example. Jewel enjoys car rides, playing chase to show off how fast she can run uh, with the uh, family. This week, for Clear the Shelters, the SPCA of Texas is offering free adoptions uh, September 13 to 19. The SPCA of Texas is happy to partner with Park Place dealerships to find even more pets loving homes. Don't miss this opportunity to meet your new furry family member at the SPCA of Texas. Jewel is waiting to meet you at SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. And I'm aware that the 13th is tomorrow and, and I'm trying to get you out there today. And if they give you any kind of an issue, well, well that doesn't start until tomorrow. Just tell them that I mentioned this on the air today. Neil said, uh, mentioned Jewel today. And I'll stand behind Jewel. And if you're adopting Jewel, I'll pay for her adoption fee if there is one. But they ought to waive that if they have me doing this today. That's uh, uh, September 13th through 19. And for Jewel, we'll make it today. So, just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Jewel has been spayed, microchipped, and she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 West of Hampton Road. The Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse the SPCA of Texas available animals at spca.org slash findapet. That's how you can see Jewel and see what a jewel she is. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. But we're trying to get Jewel adopted today, and she is free if you get out there today or sometime this week. Jewel at the SPCA of Texas, and uh, that's at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 West of Hampton Road, and they are open noon until 6 all week long. So that's the um, that's the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, sponsored by Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need to have foundation repair work done at your home. Most of us do, it seems like, because of the black clay soils. They expand when they're uh, uh, wet, and they contract when they're dry. It's the nature of a heavy clay soil. It's just the way they operate. I mean, they really expand, and they really contract. I've played golf on a golf course that wasn't irrigated, and I've lost golf balls in those cracks. I don't hit the ball where <laughs> where you're supposed to, and I've watched my golf ball dribble along and go into the crack advanced foundation repair keeps that from happening to your house it's like a black hole if you're not careful advanced foundation repair will come to your home and do a free home inspection of the slab and that doesn't mean that they crawl around under the house and look at it there's no way you can you have to do it from above they have sophisticated equipment that will detect any kind of cracks any kind of of elevation change where the foundation is not 
level and not stable. And they can, they can show you, they will draw almost the effective uh, equivalent of a topographic map of your foundation. If there is a problem there, they'll show you exactly what it is, where it is, how bad it is. They'll tell you what it would cost to repair it and make it whole once again like they did at the Sperry House. And uh, I think you'll find that to be a very affordable solution, long-term permanent solution to your problem. And if that's the case, you will be very, very happy that I gave you this referral. People tell me all the time, thanks for leading us to Advanced Foundation Repair. Their phone number is almost melodic, 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair on the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. That's plural, foundationrepairs.com. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333. Zero, 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 three. Warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere, and you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Our first call up this hour is Linda in the North Dallas area. Linda, this is Neil. Thank you for checking in. How can I help you? Well, I've got a couple of questions that I think can be related. Um, two are about grass. Um, I didn't fertilize because you told us not to because of fung- fungus that can grow mm-hmm. um, in the heat. So I'm wondering if it's time um, Yes, the temperatures have fallen enough. And what she's talking about, folks, is gray leaf spot on St. Augustine and Zoysia. Uh, It is uh, very much exacerbated by nitrogen in hot weather. And uh, we're now to a point where temperatures are in the low 90s or even around 90, and then in the evenings in the high 60s. And that's enough of a difference. You should be fine. Okay. And then does pre-emergent go down? I know that there's like three parts to that or three times a year or so yes the pre-emergent time um, uh, actually would have been better had you gotten it done by last week I, I made a big push in late august and the first week of september telling people you need to get it done you only get the one chance um, and you need to do it before you get the first cool front cold front and rain and we really haven't had that break but it, it i'm not going to guarantee it's going to do the perfect job now uh, the the timing is usually August 25 to September 5, and uh, you need to mark that on the calendar from here on or, or refer to Chapter 2 of my book or, or put it somewhere that you can remember. This year we stayed hot and dry past Labor Day, and so I think you could milk out a few more days, but I certainly would get it on in the next uh, two or three days. Okay, and then is there a need to fertilize the bushes for the winter um, around the landscape? Same thing applies to them that applies to turf grass. It's a good idea to do that, to give them all the vigor that you can. Shrubs will grow farther into the fall than the turf grass will as far as the, the top growth is concerned. And our shrubs that, uh, that, that came through the winter need the, the fertilizer. And new shrubs that we planted in the spring or that we're going to plant this fall will benefit from the fertilizer. Yes, you need to use basically the same fertilizer you use on your lawn, which should be just a fertilizer, not a weed and feed. Um, and it should be uh, either very high nitrogen or preferably all nitrogen with no phosphorus, none of the middle number. And uh, of the nitrogen, most of it should be, or a lot of it should be slow release, not most of it. Uh, a third to 40% of it should be slow release nitrogen. Your nurseryman or hardware store dealer can explain that to you. The big box stores may not know what you're talking about, but the, the local dealers will, independent dealers will. Okay, perfect. Thank All you right. so much. Add a girl. Thanks for the call. Thanks okay. for waiting on me. Thank Craig you. in Falls County, you'll be up next. Jimmy and Lewis will right after that. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, now in its fifth printing. Chapter two that I mentioned to her of my book is that calendar. I've never put it in a book before. It's a 48-page calendar. It's not a not a grid that you hang on the wall. This is a written calendar. And four pages per month telling you what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized and sprayed or protected in that month you know when do the bagworms show up on my cedar uh, trees and junipers when do i need to put out pre-emergence 
twice in the spring, in, in early March and early June, and then once in the fall, late August, the first week of September. And those are for the uh, cool season weeds that time. And uh, the ones that show up over the winter and are uglier in the early spring. Th- that's the sort of thing. I mean, it's four pages of that for every month. It's a huge amount of information. That's just chapter two. Chapters three through 11 are incredibly detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and that's covered again in lawns. Uh, also flower, uh, also fruit and vegetables. There's a huge amount of information. 840 of my best photos, 344 pages, and it's a hardback on high quality paper printed in San Antonio, not in China. I wanted to, I wanted to do it domestically. If it's going to say Lone Star Gardening on it, it needs to say printed in Texas. That's my opinion. <laughs> And so anyway, that's what the book is all about. The book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. The only way you can get it is by ordering it from my office or my website, because I want to sign every copy. I want to, I'm want to. i involved in putting them in boxes and getting them to the post office. I do have uh, uh, some help on uh, getting them into the post office. I just can't handle it all physically. There's just too much. It uh, Last year and the last year, we've taken, I forget what the count was, like 80 thousand pounds of books something like that but anyway i'd love to get a book to you and uh, here's how you do it satisfaction guaranteed by the way or i'll refund every penny it's only 36.95 plus tax and postage 36.95 uh, the chapter two alone that calendar will pay for that you order from neilsperry.com or you call my office monday through friday business hours that's 800 752 grow 800 752 4769 or you go to my website and you can do that right now and I'll be signing those books tonight that's at neilsperry.com n e i l s p e r r y.com since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. He is the best. I tell you that every time. And uh, his, uh, if, you, if you're too far away to get to our church, that's our church. I, I'm, I'm proud to give that ad to our church. It, it's, a, it's a public service ad. That's all there is to it. And I obviously don't charge my church for an ad, for goodness sakes. Uh, but if you'd like to see why we are so fond of our church, please join us at the uh, online. It's, that's a nice feature. The online broadcast at 10.05 today at sharingtheheart.org, sharingtheheart.org. It still doesn't seem like the same church when you see a third of the people that you normally would see in a church service, but it's doing the best we can, you know. This is just such a tough time. I have a very important message for you from Baylor Scott & White Health. It involves an app that they have, and it's a wonderful app because it allows you to handle your your, uh, medical affairs online through the app. You text the word BETTER 
to 88408 to download it onto your iPhone or Android device. Now, Baylor's Cotton White Health has meant so much to our family for so many years. They saved our daughter's life from the flesh-eating bacterium back in 2005, and they've meant so much to us for many different occasions since then. And uh, they mean a lot to me as well. My wife proudly serves on the Baylor McKinney Board, and uh, they can help you as well. You text BETTER to 88408, and it allows you to schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family, all on your schedule and from wherever you are. It's the MyBSW Health app. And so you need to get it and use it. My BSW Health app. Text better to 88408. This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the My BSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Great message. Reinforced there. There you go. Let's mm-hmm. go to Craig in Falls County. Craig, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are yes, you sir. on this beautiful day? Doing well. Doing great. How can I help you? Uh, well, um, I've got a couple questions about trees. And uh, I'd say the first one would be, I have trees of several types, uh, live oaks, uh, uh, nectarine, um, that are sending up shoots around the main trunk. And on some of them, the main trunk still has leaves and looks like it's alive. And I'm just wondering, should I cut those off, cut those back, or leave them grow? All right. Uh, Live oak and nectarine doing this. Describe the live oak to me. Let me let me describe one, and you tell me if this is um, this is kind of what you're seeing. Mind you, that live oaks look different one tree to the next in Texas this year. Uh, that you can look at twenty of them; they've all reacted differently. Most of what I'm very young tree. Most of what I'm going to describe is uh, is reaction to the cold from February. Um, the, the ones that I'm seeing that have been impacted by the cold. Uh, may have some some dieback on the outer ends of the branches. Uh, maybe uh, 10 or 20 or 30 percent of the branches have died back. There may be strong regrowth in the center of uh, of a tree. Uh, new lush growth uh, with all these branches sticking out that are dead. Um, that's is that what you're seeing on the live oak? Uh, no, it looks like new trunks just coming out of the ground. And I, I might add that all these trees are very young, five years old or less. No, I heard that. I wasn't ignoring that. Uh, that doesn't okay. really matter uh, to, to what I was trying to describe. Okay, and so when you say new trunks, are you talking about out away from the main trunk of the tree? Yes, right at ground level. Well, I understand that, but you're talking about maybe 18, 24, 30 inches away from the trunk? No, no, right, right from the base of the trunk. Okay. Uh, okay, so forgetting those for the moment, let me go back to my original uh, uh, direction. What does, the, what does the tree itself, the mother tree, forgetting all these new sprouts, if you stood back um, 30 feet and looked at that tree 50 feet, how would you describe the vigor of that tree? How does it look? Oh, uh, pretty good that it... it, it re- lost maybe 25 percent of the branches but it, it, it looks pretty good is it so sparse nice looking is it, it is it sparse and and kind of puny looking or is it normal looking uh most tending more toward normal looking canopy okay all right um i don't know how to advise you 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 don't necessarily want those shoots coming up but generally when that happens it tells you that there is some problem up above that the tree has some issue uh that that apical dominance i don't know if you remember that from biology class in high school apical dominance is what a tree sends down from the growing tips to the to the roots and to the other parts of the tree to say hey we have this covered let all the nutrients everything it's a hormone let everything come to the to the ends of the branches, we're doing the growing up here. Don't send any new shoots out. 
when you when you have a tree that has been hit by a car and leveled uh, or, or damaged badly or it's had freeze damage, all of a sudden the ends of the branches are killed and new shoots come up along the branches or from the ground like you're describing. I'm having to give you very generic comments because I can't see your tree. And like I said at the very first sentence, live oaks were impacted very differently all across Texas. I have spent this entire year trying to help people with their live oak questions and, and Schumard Red Oak questions. It's, I actually very much appreciate and enjoy that. Yeah, Thanks. it's very difficult. And and so one, one other thing you can uh, use as a measuring stick of how serious the damage might be would be the bark. If the bark is split and falling off or cracking, then that would tell you that the damage is pretty severe, and that'll happen even to young trees. So uh, you might look at that, and if it's still intact and sound and there are no vertical cracks in it, then the tree probably is going to fill back in and be fine. Um, you could take photos of it with the uh, sun behind your back so you get a good picture of the tree, not a ghostly silhouette against the sun, um, and take them into a certified nursery professional uh, somewhere in Waco or Temple and, and ask their advice. Is this tree going to do better next year or is it going to go downhill? We've made it through the heat of the summer, and, and the oaks that were really struggling went ahead and punted. And, and gave up. I've seen a lot of them that had some leaves that went ahead and died. And so you know if it was in, in serious distress, it, it's gone ahead and given it up. That's the best I can that do was, without seeing it. That was my next question. I had several trees that had leaves early in the summer, maybe even into July, and then those leaves just went ahead and dried up. Those so those trees, yeah, they were past the, the point of no return, so they're not going to come back. So Okay. Yeah, well, that's, that's the, very useful information. Okay, well, I hope so. I really appreciate your call. And I really I, I appreciate your book, too. I love it. I refer to it all the time. Good deal. Thank you, Craig, so much. Have a wonderful day. Appreciate you. All right, let me see where I am time-wise. I have, let's see where, I think I'm current on breaks up until the news. I can take, uh, I can take a, I can take this next call because I know what it is. Jimmy in Louisville. This is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Okay, we, it's similar to the prior question. We have a lace. We have several lace bark elms on our on our street, especially one two in front of my house. And every year, we've been there for twenty years. Every year, the bark would drop, just a little bit of the bark. But this year, the, practically the whole tree went naked. Is that right. something I need? To, is that kind of is that typical? Is that am I in trouble? How does the how does the top growth of your tree look? It looks is, good. Okay. Good, yeah. It's absolutely normal. I took photos this week. My wife and I were once again dining in our car. We're back to that now. We've had our shots and all of that, but we are now back to being a little concerned about going into restaurants and, and we're sitting there eating in the car and I'm looking. I said, whoa, when we finish, I need you to, to move just a little bit so I can get over and not have the car shadow on that trunk. I want a photo of that lace bark elm. And I'm probably going to have it in eGardens this week. It is oh, just huge, yeah. huge peeling of bark. Uh, lace barks do that, as you said, as that's how they get their name. But this thing had had chunks the size of my hand coming off. Yes, and exactly. The tree looked the yeah. tree looked fine up above. It looked absolutely fine. That's happening this year, and I wouldn't be concerned. The top will tell you whether there's any problem or not. Yeah, the top is fine. It's just the, and it's just everywhere. Just it dropped off like. It wasn't there. Like someone took a scraper to it. Yeah. Jimmy, this is in the category of you can't do much about it anyway. Let's okay. enjoy it and hope that nothing worse shows up. But I don't think okay. it's any problem. Okay. Thank you very much. And have a good You're day. You're welcome. You. All right. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. Bye -bye. Sunburst Bye -bye. shutters. This is the place to go if you need new window treatments. This is this is not a treatment. This is a, uh, a beauty treatment. I guess that's what I would call it. These are fabulous. We have them. I'm speaking from firsthand information from 10 years we've had sunburst shutters. They've added to their line. They've added to what they can do. They have figured out ways to do really oddball windows. I mean, we have rectangular windows. Ours were no problem at all for them. But you know what? Even with rectangular windows, the folks at Sunburst Shutters will measure every window. Once they come out, show you the, the Sunburst Shutters so you see what a poly wood shutter looks like. Looks like wood shutters. It's just a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. Uh, this is, this is not plastic. This is a synthetic wood material 
It has no wood in it, so there's no way that termites will get into it. They're color fast, white or off-white, two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louver size. They operate so easily, even after 10 or 11 years. They're so easy to clean, they are smooth, they are beautiful, and they fit any opening in your home. They'll hold them up and help you decide which of those three louver sizes you want. And uh, then if you say... And, and, and they'll measure your windows and give you a, a pricing. And then if you say, that is perfect, I want them, they will measure every window precisely. And they'll make every shutter for a specific window. Third window from the south end, or whatever. I don't know how they number their windows. I don't understand how you get seated at a restaurant. You know, what? how'd you figure out I was table 78 or whatever? And I don't know how they figure out the windows, but they do it and they fit perfectly. Tape and bed work is not precise. That's why the windows have to be measured individually. Sunburst shutters, highly energy efficient, highly light restrictive and beautiful. And the people are pretty good too. They're nice. Isn't this a great combination? Sunburstshutters.com. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Phone number. Call them, let them come to you, or they'll give you directions to their showroom. 214-343-2601. Easier just to let them come to your home in the first place. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. With so much happening, you never want to miss a moment. These days, you don't have to. On air, online, and always on your smart device. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. My newsletter is Neil Sperry's eGardens. I started it, I think, 18 years ago now, 17 or 18. And uh, five years ago, we began doing it weekly. And I just decided I wanted a weekly garden section. Five stories. Haven't changed that. Five stories per week. And um, what I do in those stories is one of the stories will always be a featured plant of the week. One of the stories, well, I already know what I'm going to use for my featured plant this week because it's something that is spectacular right now and uh, that uh, won't be. Uh, it still look great come, uh, come Thursday. Um, I always have a featured question of the week, something that has come up time and time again. And I also have gardening this weekend where I point out the things that you need to be doing from that Thursday night through the following weekend. So if you want to see what eGardens looks like, go to my website where you sign up for it. That's at the eGardens tab. And you can also, while you're there, see the latest issue of eGardens. You'll say, yeah, you know what? I do want to get that. Don't want to take a chance on forgetting it. So you sign up for it at Neil Sperry's eGardens. Free and always will be. I'll never give or sell your email address to anybody. That's eGardens. And uh, sign up for it at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on the eGardens tab. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com. A software company plans to help its employees move out of Texas because of the new abortion law. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first, traffic and weather on the ones. An accident means only the number one lane's getting by, northbound 35E at Clarendon. Disabled vehicle continues to affect the right lane traffic on northbound Sam Rayburn Tollway, Highway 121, at Hillcrest Road. And construction's closed east and westbound I-30 between Collins Street and the Bush Turnpike. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Sunny, warm today, high 92. Tomorrow, partly cloudy. Isolated storms will be possible. Tomorrow's high 90. 73 degrees. Lots of sunshine right now. Business software company Salesforce has announced it will help its employees leave Texas if they wish to do so because of the new state law that severely restricts abortion. Company CEO says it is the employee's choice. Yesterday marked 20 years since the 9-11 attacks. This man was working in the Pentagon when one of the hijacked airliners was deliberately crashed into the building. I sat at my desk and then uh, a massive explosion occurred. 
windows shattered around me, fell off my chair. Someone opened the front door to our, our vault and smoke just billowed into the room. 2,996 people were killed that day. From the WBAPE 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Your next update at 10 o'clock. 24-7 news coverage at WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very much. Arborological Services, the leaders in tree service, the experts your trees deserve. We've had them at our home a couple of times this year because of the freeze and because we have some very tall pecan trees. And you, you just, with pecans, you always want to have a good eye on, on the trees. And I had them out not too long ago to clean up a fence row that has never had any work done on it. It's along a county road, old fence row, took fence out 30 years ago. And uh, and they really made that look good. These folks are fabulous. They have leaders in the uh, tree service industry. They are leaders. They have they have brought their industry forward by about a hundred years. And I really admire Steve Hauser and Kevin Bassett and Russell Peters and the other folks at Arborological Services. Those three men are arborists of the year for the state of Texas in the twenty. 20 years that that uh, title has been uh, uh, given, 20 years that that award has been given, three of the 20 winners or 21 winners have been from Arborological Services. That's remarkable. Most companies would love to have one, and they have three. They also have an 11-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion, Miguel Pastanez, and they have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. I say this in almost every ad that I do for them because I want you to know the quality of this company. There's another company out there that's trying to sound like Arborological Services. Their name, they've almost copied the name, they've almost copied the look of the logo. They don't have a certified arborist on their staff. They don't have any of what I just described. Be sure you get the real one. If you want to know, go to my website. Arborological Services has ads on my website. Or go to arborological.com. That's the real one. Or call this number for their service. You'll get the best in the business. 866-552-7267. They're humble about their work. They are dedicated to their work. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267, arborological.com. It's the stuff. Never-ending roller coaster ride with the left. People are talking about. Promise everything, they deliver nothing. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP.com. When it comes time for a new roof, I hope you'll remember Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I hope you'll remember that I was talking about them and and let them know that. I hope you'll remember that they have been in business now for 35 years, putting tens of thousands of roofs across North Texas. If you can hear me, you can call them, and and odds are quite good that they will come to you, certainly all around the Metroplex and beyond. Composition, clay and concrete tile, metal roofs, slate roofs, they do new and residential re-roofing. They even do flat roofs. Anybody who holds their hand up and says, yes, we do flat roofs, deserves a a medal of honor. (laughs) I had a flat roof for a long time, and I know they're difficult. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company helps you with your roof. They'll do a free home inspection of your roof and let you know if there are problems. If there aren't, they'll tell you that. If there are, they can get them fixed right away. I was impressed with how quickly they determined where the problems had been, the leaks were coming from, and how they got us through for the ensuing three or four days until they could get a crew on site and fix our roof and replace our roof, actually. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. They're fabulous, and they are going to give you a job that will last and last and last. Again, you don't stay around for that length of time in the roofing business uh, unless you're awfully good, and they are. 972-562-5788. A second-generation family business, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. It's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. 
temperatures are rising and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you very much. Let's go to our phones, Sharon in Hearst. This is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Um, so I'm another concerned tree uh, owner. Uh, my Shamardi red oak, probably 18, 19 years old, um, for the first time is leaking sap maybe three, four feet from the bottom in one spot, but it's concerning. And then um, I see this tree putting out some shoots, um, just little, uh, you know, in the branches, kind of messy looking. Um, leaves are falling early, and then one more. I, I guess they're they're drying up. The ones that are falling, they're they're brown. Um, and then I think I have some aphids. And I had a man come out this week, and he was on honest enough to tell me that um, probably he wouldn't do anything this at this time of year. That probably when they fall off, that will take care of it. So I'm wondering about. I, I'm I'm assuming a lot of this is from that winter blast. In February, but I'm also wondering um, what should I be doing to maybe pamper this tree along. I, I, I wish now I put a slow drip on it in the summer uh, and pampered it then. I didn't realize it was having problems from, from I the don't, winter. I wouldn't kick yourself uh, uh, because I don't know that we had enough drought in the summer to, to be of any great concern. Uh, what you did or didn't do in the summer probably doesn't matter much. Uh, I want to deal with the uh, sticky uh, leaves, the uh, falling early. Um, I, I'm not sure that I heard the first part of what you were saying. I was trying to get adjusted. I think you must be on a speakerphone. I was trying to hear. Uh, but but first of all, the uh, the leaves falling early and the the stickiness would be from aphids, and I wouldn't bother spraying in mid-September on. It's too late, and uh, any effect that they have had, they're going to go ahead and have that effect. It won't be anything that will hurt in the long run. It's just annoying. Uh, so he's right, and, and I commend him for not you know, trying to milk some money out of the contract on, on that one. Now, tell me what the tree looks like. Is it Has it had dieback of the outer branches? Just a few. Uh, all in all, it looks pretty good, at, especially at the top. It's the bottom that's looking. The leaves aren't, they're turning a little bit. They're just not, they're looking a little sad to me. Okay, I don't know what a little sad means, and so I can't <laughs> interpret that. Uh, have If you stand 50 feet back and look at the tree overall, get a big picture of the entire tree, what percentage of its leaves does the tree have now compared to a year ago? Oh, um, I'm not talking about the early autumn. Uh, I'm not talking about ones that might have fallen a little bit early. I'm just talking about a month ago versus uh, 13 months ago. How's the leaf canopy? Is it is it full? Is it sparse? Where, where is it? it? It's full. It's full, Neil. Maybe 95% still up there. All right, then you're probably um, okay. I, I have been looking at some Schumard Red Oaks. I saw a bunch of them in Allen in one shopping center. Uh, on McDermott, just west of Central, where there there are some dead Schumard Red Oaks in that shopping center, and and mm-hmm. many that have uh, died back by thirty or forty percent. I pointed them out to my wife. I said it's really odd how in this one area, this one shopping center, so many of the Red Oaks have died back badly, uh, where most of them in in the rest of North Texas that I've looked at. If there's dieback, it's one tree here, one down the road a mile. It's not not a whole. Con- a concentrated uh, population. Um, they've been hurt. Red oaks, Schumard red oaks have been hurt, uh, but not as much as live oaks, and neither of them uh, in a large percentage. I can't help much, Sharon, without seeing the tree. Odds are, if it if it looks good from 50 feet away and, and has 95% of the leaves it had a year ago, it's probably going to be fine, and I'd wait until spring and, and evaluate it at that point. If you have an arborist that looks at your trees regularly, I would uh, ask him or her just to check in on it in uh, in April or, or May of next year. And should I fertilize now? It doesn't hurt. It's, this is Anything that's happening is not probably a, a nutrient deficiency situation, 
but it's always a good idea to fertilize in the fall. Uh, if you are concerned about any particular branch being dead and, and possibly falling, then you might want to have the arborist look at it now. Uh, and, and I'm actually saying that more to other people than to, than to you because it didn't sound like you have any of that. But uh, we do have to worry about what winter will do to some of these trees that, that have lost all their leaves on some branches. We don't want them coming down on houses. But uh, anyway, is it, is this it has just been a rough th- year. Hmm? Yes. Yeah. Would it be safe to do the trimming after October 1st? It is safe to do the trimming now. It's safe anytime after mid-July. Great. Relative okay. to um, yeah. and What, what um, would you fertilize that with? Same thing you use on your turf grass, a, a very high nitrogen, preferably all nitrogen fertilizer. You do not want to use a fast-release nitrogen like ammonium sulfate. You want to use something where uh, 25 to 35%, 40% of the nitrogen is in slow-release form. Um, and and okay. your nurseryman or hardware store dealer, not the big national box stores, but the localized people will know how to explain that to you and show it to you. Okay. Now, could I ask you just one more question about a uh, if it's on that same topic? But I'm I'm really I've got two more calls to get to, and I'm okay. running short. Thank you so much for taking yeah. my call. Thank Appreciate you. Call me. Call Thank me you. back. I'd love to have you call me back. Thanks, Sharon, for understanding. Yeah, the, I've got to mind my time on the length. So thank you. All right, Roy and Mike, I'll come right to you, and uh, thank you very much. Let me uh, tell you about my book, and I'll do a short version of that so I make sure I get to them. Uh, my book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. If you want to get it and want to avoid the upcharge that the post office is going to put on postage starting October 1, I would get it ordered now. Now, I mean, you can order it next week. We get them out within a couple of days, so that's not a problem. But uh, just remember, if you want it for Christmas, they're going to start charging a Christmas surcharge because of their problem getting manpower. I heard that uh, just a few, uh, about two weeks ago. Anyway, this is your go-to gardening reference, self-published. Covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. Lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit, and vegetables. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar that tells you all the things you need to do uh, to uh, keep your plants healthy and vigorous. I've never put a calendar like this in a book before. 344 pages, 840 photos. Uh, It was printed in San Antonio, not overseas. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. I sign every copy as it sells, and I guarantee your satisfaction, or I'll give you a full refund. 67,000 copies sold. No request for a refund yet. Only $36.95 plus tax and postage. If you order it now from my website, I'll be signing your book this evening. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. You can also order tomorrow, anytime this week, uh, during business hours from my office at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But the better way is at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. They are good. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware. They're also good. Many of you have been asking about what's the fertilizer that I would recommend. Here is an example of a very, very good one on sale at Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. They have local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. You'll find a great deal on Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food for $21.99. You get an extra $2 off for Ace Rewards members, limit of two bags. Fall is the best time to feed with Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food. 
It helps the plants build deep roots for better uh, lawns next spring, gets them through the winter better. This also applies to trees and shrubs. The lawn food is formulated to deliver the nutrients lawns need in the fall to repair damage from the heat, drought, activity of the summer, and last winter's cold. It improves the lawn's ability to absorb water and nutrients versus an unfed lawn. You can apply it to any type of grass or landscape uh, plant. Now that is Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food for $21.99 a bag. And uh, that is a 32010 analysis. That's tremendous. Extra $2 off for Ace Rewards members, limit of two bags. So I hope you'll get in and, and take advantage of that great sale. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a dock or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. We go back to the phone lines as promised. Let's go to Roy in Dallas. Roy, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Thank you for taking my Call again. Following question is regarding uh, packaged seeds like columbines, zinnias, lupines, delphiniums, and uh, Mikado poppies. Can I store those in the refrigerator vegetable bin, keep them cold for uh, starting to plant for next spring? The yes, expiration sir. Day. Uh, good. Yeah, keep them cool and dry. Um, I would put them in uh, glass jars or Ziploc bags. They don't have to be glass jars, but just some kind of uh, airtight container and keep them cool and dry. Ziploc bags work fine also. Uh, some of those don't sound like they're really well adapted to our area. I will warn you of that. Yes, sir. Another, another story. Okay. And, yeah, th- that's what I had already done when I bought these back in May from Callaway's. Okay. And I said, yeah, and uh, I figured – uh, that it would work well uh, by keeping them cold refrigerated until I start them in, around February or March. And, yeah, the and ideal temperature is 45 degrees. It's not cold, it's cool, yeah. Uh, that's, that's just great. All right, thank you, sir. You're you welcome. Have a nice weekend. I will. Same to you. Thank you. Let's go to Mike in Cedar Hill. Mike, this is Neil. Good morning. Good Sunday morning to you, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I've got a two-part question about crepe myrtles, if we have enough time. Uh, the first part is I have a 33-year-old home, single story, and the original landscapers put in a crepe myrtle at one corner of the house, and this thing has grown into what looks like a tree. Uh, all of the shoots have combined into a trunk now. Uh, I became severely disabled back in 2000 and couldn't keep up with it. Uh, so my son has been uh, cutting the shoots at about five to six foot off of the ground, and I'm wondering how far or how close to the ground uh, that can be cut back uh, without killing it. What is your goal in doing the pruning? Just to try to control the the growth. Uh, when I first let go of the maintenance on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing looked like it was going to grow into a medium-sized tree. It grew up over the top of the roof uh, by about 10 to 12 feet. Uh, <laughs> about to take over. It, uh, yeah, oh, it yeah. has already. What what color is it, Mike? I'm curious. It's got the white petals. All right. It may be Natchez. That is, the, the, that is one of the tall white varieties. Um, many of the of the uh, the variety the name varieties that uh, have been around for the last thirty years or so are from the breeding program of the United States National Arboretum. Dr. Egoff introduced them, and they were offspring of a species of crape myrtle, Lagerstromia forii, and that is a very large plant uh, in nature in Japan, and so they take very tall. Uh, Muscogee is, if, if you had told me lavender, that's the biggest of all of them. And those will get 30, 35 feet tall. My, my recommendation may be very different than what you expect. 
um, and it's a merciful recommendation for your son and for the plant, and that is you might want to cut it off flush with the ground and drill into the stump and put a broadleafed weed killer in it to kill the existing plant and then move out a little distance and get a smaller variety and plant a new plant that won't overgrow the space and he won't have to prune other than just maybe an occasional branch here or there that grows some oddball direction. And it'll look prettier and be a lot less maintenance. Um, If he prunes it at, we'll just say, three feet, it's still going to send all these gigantic tuning fork branches out that are going to be odd and and you're still going to have the two foot diameter trunk with 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 branches the size of your fingers coming out. It's going to look odd. Yeah, I think that's just what it's starting doing over. Now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I think starting over with a a manageable plant that that looks normal would be so much more satisfying. That's my own personal opinion. That's what I would do. I mean, I okay. love crepe myrtles, but I hate to see them have to be mangled like that and and pruned. I understand where you're coming from. That was too close, probably. How close is the trunk to the house? Uh, within three feet. Yeah, that that's that one goes to the shoulders of the person who did the original landscaping. It should have been out ten or twelve feet. So that is, I, I'm I'm going to double down on my answer. That is exactly what I would recommend to you. Have him okay, cut it yeah. flush with the ground. Just don't get the chainsaw down in the ground because it'd dull the blade. And drill into the stump and put a broadleafed weed killer, something labeled to kill poison ivy and dandelions. Not not a glyphosate, but a, a 2,4-D product. And that'll keep it from sprouting out. And uh, then pick your favorite color and your favorite variety uh, of crepe myrtle and put it out a little farther. Even if it's outside the bed. It could be, you know, three or four feet outside the bed, maybe seven feet out from the house or or so. If you want to see the list of varieties, go to crepemyrtletrails.org. That's the website, and I I wrote most of that website, crepemyrtletrails.org, for our Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney, and we have a list of the best varieties. There are about 50 varieties by color. You can choose the one you want, and they're by height and by color. Okay. Now, that same crepe myrtle, uh, we had some slab damage, foundation damage on the house. And when they put the piers in, they dug a trench along one side of the house. And that same crepe myrtle has found the least path of resistance and sent roots down alongside of the house. And now I've got those the same crepe myrtle sending shoots up uh, out of the ground the entire length of that side of the house. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's a good yeah. way to propagate them. Yeah, best thing you can do is that same broadleaf weed killer, and he's, your son will just need to be kind of uh, vigilant to to uh, keep treating those. They'll eventually go away. He can use a sharpshooter spade to dig them out one time. It, it takes a year or two to get rid of them. It's not like you have to be out there every day for a year or two, but it'll it'll take that length of time. I'm almost out of time, but but uh, you can get rid of them that way. And that's the reason I suggested cutting it flush and putting the weed killer in right away. Uh, okay, in the now, holes that you if, drill. If we do cut that stump down and poison the original, will it actually take care of those runners? I don't know. It depends on how tethered they are to the mother plant. You'll have to find out. Probably if a trench was cut, it will not because they're probably their own plants now. Mike, I'm out of time, but hopefully that'll help you. Good luck with it. And, uh, folks, I appreciate you very much. Happy birthday to our grandson, Alex. This is his 20th birthday. Mike Bass, nice job on the program. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy gardening.